Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Welcome into this episode of Burpee Nation. Your go-to podcast for OCR, CrossFit, running, probably some other stuff along the way that we're going to be talking about. Uh, Today, Lindsay and I are going to play our chat with Rebecca Hammond. We had a chance to speak to her uh, this week. Uh, If you want to follow her on Instagram, her handle is Beckham. It's B-E-C-C-H-A-M-M. Um, that'll be down in the description below, wherever you're listening, it'll be in the description. Um, our handles, stay wild underscore Lindsay and Adam G underscore OCR. Those will also be in the description yep. of the podcast. Yep. Um, do you want to tell them about our YouTube channel? It's kind of new up and running. Yeah. Um, you know, actually we're doing something a little new. Most of our, most of the people we've talked to so far, we did via like zoom or something we got to see them makes it a little bit easier to talk to them yeah but this, facetime zoom phone yeah call. yeah and th- this time we actually recorded it so you can go to our youtube page just search burpee nation on youtube you can go to our youtube page and actually see clips of this interview uh with rebecca and um you know it's not the whole interview because obviously you know, it's a little easier to, that's a big video to put on YouTube. But yeah, it's long, but yeah. it's like some main conversations that we had. And right. I feel like it's nice to see. It's like, always cool to see. Yeah. Hosts and For guests. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, and all our episodes are actually on YouTube, just the audio yeah. um, with like a, a set picture or whatever. But um, we'll actually talk a little bit more after we play the interview. We'll talk a little bit more about other things we have coming to the YouTube channel, dun, dun, dun. including other well-known guests that I'm sure a lot of people listening know. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so stick around after the interview for that kind of info. We're going to tell you, we're not going to like tease you too much. Like we're teasing you now, but like at the end, we're actually going to tell you who we're going to have on because yeah. these are confirmed people. So, yep. uh, and also like what we're going to be posting to YouTube. But anyway, um, I think that's about it. So just stick around after the, uh, after the interview for that kind of info. But Let's just go ahead and uh, play our our chat. Here you go. Hey, can you hear us? Yes, now I can hear you. Oh, there you go. Hi. Sorry, I'm a couple minutes late. No, no no worries. worries. None at all. How's it going? Good. Is this orientation okay? Um, It's an iPad, so it's like kind of... Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're fine. Whatever whatever is easiest for you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Yeah. You got it. On a, on I'm a, excited. On a Saturday, nonetheless. Right. <laughs> where Where are you? Uh, I know a couple months ago you were unsure where you were going to be. I heard I heard you chat with uh, ORM, so I, I listened to that, and you weren't sure at that point. Where Where'd you end up? So I'm going to Stanford, so I'll be in the Bay Area starting mid to end of June. Okay, cool. Yeah. And that's your yeah. you're doing your residency, right? Yeah. In uh, psychiatry, is it? Yes. Yes, psychiatry, so four years. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. What uh, what interested you originally in psychiatry, out of curiosity? Um, I've always been interested in, like, uh, experience, like how we experience the world, and um, that happens 
through our minds. And so I've always been interested in the human mind. Plus there's mental illness in my family. Um, I've suffered from depression, anxiety, and um, I've also seen how, like, how relationships can be very, cause a lot of pain when they don't need to. And so I'm um, like into, I'm excited about, you know, kind of helping people not suffer so much when they don't have to. Yeah, that's really cool. I love that. I know. Like it's like the human mind is such a, an interesting thing and everybody's going through like their own thing. So, and, and you really ne- like, it's so true. I know it's probably a little cliche, but you really don't know what anybody is going through yeah. at, at any given moment. No. Um, so, I mean, the reason, you know, we were going to have you on is because pretty recently you, you play second at high rocks in, um, where's that at again? Dallas? Was it? Yeah. Somewhere in Texas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did I, where was I? And there was one in the car, it was a city. (laughs) (laughs) It was warm out. And then I got there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, d- did I hear right that you weren't even originally on the invitational list? So what happened? So yeah. What so happened? So the original invitational before it was postponed, um, I was not on it. I reached out to them, um, and was like, Hey, like I'll be a podium contender. Can I go to the invitational? They're like, no, sorry. We're already full. And I was like, okay, I'll just compete in the regular and like beat the invitational times. So that's fine. <laughs> and I was, so I was planning on going anyway. Um, but then, uh, they had a couple people, not be able to do it once it was postponed. And so I got one of those spots and then, yeah. And I was talking to um, like Eric Botsford afterwards, who was the one who sent out the invites. He was like, Oh my God, like, I didn't know you were going to do that. Well, like, I didn't really know about you. And I was like, yeah, I, I knew, but that's okay. <laughs> you didn't know. He didn't know. So. Yeah. Oh my I bet you they felt like they had a little bit egg on their face after that. <laughs> Have you, did you do any uh, high rocks events, but I mean, they haven't had a lot. I think only a few because of COVID and everything. And same with DECA. Like, have you done any of those before that or just kind of trained that way? So I did one high rocks in Chicago, um, January, 2020, January, 2020, maybe. Um, and that was my first high rocks. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, so I, I didn't, I skipped one lap. So I had a five minute time penalty and yeah, so I like didn't do well, but I, I would have done fine had I not skipped a lap. Um, but, uh, yeah, but I loved it afterwards. I was like, Oh my God, like I'm going to do this instead of OCR. Um, and wow. that was kind of my plan moving into COVID. I was like toying with like sort of signing with them, you know, like what to do. And then COVID happened. And so all that got put on hold. Um, so then, yeah, this was my first one back to so my second event, my first time doing it without messing up counting, et cetera. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. So I, um, it was, I think after COVID, I was like, during COVID, I was like, okay, it's time to go to residency. Like this athlete thing isn't for me. What I didn't really acknowledge at the time is that it probably wasn't for me because it wasn't happening. Um, And I like to be busy. So after this most recent High Rocks event, I'm like, oh my God, like, how am I going to be able to stop this? Like, I love this so much. Um, So I'm at least going to do or try to do High Rocks US championships in Chicago in at the end of June. Okay. It actually is happening on the second day of residency. So my like I have like orientation the week before, which I have to be at, and then um, residency starts like the day before. So I'm going to see if I can get somebody to cover for me on like my first shift or whatever. So we'll see. We'll see. If if you need um, one of us, like we'll. I mean, it's not going to be a good cover, but we'll totally cover for you. (laughs) Probably be just as good as I'm going to do. Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
so but yeah so hopefully what uh what made you like you say you love high rocks like why high rocks over ocr i think it suits my strengths even more than ocr um because i'm i'm a good i'm a good runner and i'm also stronger than you need to be for running so that um helps me with high rocks with ocr it's basically like being really being a great runner and being lightweight and so that's like all runners who have kind of a minimum amount of upper body. And actually I suspect that the men's field in OCR is more competitive than the women's field because men have baseline more upper body strength. And so the obstacles are um, effectively easier for men than they are for women because women tend to have less body strength. So like a super talented runner man is more likely to be able to have the upper body strength to do obstacle course racing than um, a super talented female runner. So that's kind of my guess as to why it's like so much more competitive on the male side, but that or a, a hypothesis. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Hyrox is, is cool because I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a good runner um, and I'm not heavy or whatever, but I'm like, I'm, I'm not particularly small for a runner. And so it, it helps me in Hyrox, like um, being a little bit bigger. I also find it really satisfying to try and build strength and to have as my training focus, it's like good for me mentally to have as my training focus, getting stronger without worrying too much about mass um, and see, kind of seeing like how big I can get, not, not like, I'm not like, you know, trying to gain a bunch of weight or something, but like not really worrying about it. Cause in OCR, it's like, you're always just kind of trying to be light, right. but in high rocks, it's like, no, it actually helps to be a little bit bigger and right. stronger is basically all you're going for. So I really dig going for strength and I like spending a lot of time in the gym. It turns out. So it's, it's ending up a good fit. Yeah. And that, what does it, uh, end up around five ish miles? of running in yes. between okay. yeah so it's a total of um eight kilometers which is about five miles um in one kilometer spurts um uh, interspersed with basically non-gymnastics crossfit events yeah uh, i'm yeah. curious like you you always have a ref with you right it's the same ref through each like station uh no it varies Okay, because I was going to say, how did they let you miss a lap on your one when you when you did that? Like, how did that happen? Yes. So this time there was a lap counter um, okay. where like you could look up at a screen. And it would tell you if you needed to run or go to the stations. The last time that thing wasn't really working, and so I just like, yeah, like, yeah, they, nobody, no, I didn't have anybody there to support me, and so nobody was telling me like, yeah, more and more rap lap and um and I remember I got on the rower, which was the event that I you know, went to after missing a lap. And I was like, wait a minute, like I'm, I was more, I was farther behind these girls than I am now. Like what oh, happened? No. And I like looked at you, like see me looking around in the video. And then I asked the ref like, Hey, I think I miscounted a lap. I think I ran one lap too few. Like, what do I do? Can I run an extra? And he's like, no, I don't know if you did or not, but you'll find out at the end and there's nothing you can do. You're going to get a penalty. And so I was like, well, I guess I might as well just run fast. Yeah. Oh, so, no. so each lap wasn't a thousand miles. Or a thousand miles, no. a thousand <laughs> kilometers. It was like two thousand miles. No, each lap was like it was either like five hundred, four hundred meters, five hundred meters maybe. Okay. So I yeah, so I, I like definitely underran. You know, I definitely underran. Um, I mean, yeah. that, that, so this time, this time around, it depends on how many, how big the venue is. This time, each lap was like three hundred and thirty meters. We'd ran three uh, laps every time. Okay. Okay. Um, that yeah. that's hard though. Like. Anytime I go running, whether it's an event or anything, like, and I'm trying to do math in my head, I can't think. I can't do the math in my head. So, totally. like, to have to keep track of, like, like, that's why when you do track, I know you did track and field. That's why they have the bell. So, you know, one Last more lap. lap to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Totally. So, that, that's why. I hope, I mean, maybe, maybe they'll figure out a, a system for it, you know, if more people have that kind of issue. But, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. I don't know. At yeah. least you got it this time. <laughs> oh my God. Totally, totally. Was that yeah. event, was that after Million Dollar Mile or was that before? After. Okay. It was. Yeah, because we were watching that, what, in the beginning of? When? Yeah, when did that? COVID, it, was, it was like maybe? a year ago, I oh, think, so, right? So it, a Million Dollar Mile came out afterwards. Okay. Like we filmed it before. Yeah. Okay. So it was, okay. it was before Million Dollar Mile was gotcha. showed. Gotcha. Okay. What, what was that? Kind of like, um, like how long did production and stuff take? I know a lot of times they try and keep it pretty, you know, a few days or something like that. I don't, how long did they have you out there? Um, we were out there for two, was it two weeks or one week? I don't remember. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So cool. Yeah. That's pretty long, yeah. actually. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was it, were all the athletes out there at the same time or did they kind of stagger you guys? Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, cool. Really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Did you like meet anybody that you know you hadn't met? I know like it was a lot of OCR people, but there were some people like non OCR that were were there too. Um, yeah, I met a lot of people. I don't think I like I met Hunter McIntyre for the first time. I met Isaiah Vidal. I maybe not for the first time. Um, I already knew VJ, but not so well. Like I got to know people well there. I met Orla Walsh for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, Faye, I'd already met, but I got to know. So it was just like it was like really fun to get to know people because like we all like hung out in this little room together for you know in the middle of the night because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was filmed at night you know it had to be dark out in right. the summertime so yeah right. it was yeah that's a late fall, night but yeah yeah you guys didn't hang with like the guests that you had to like try to beat right no we weren't allowed to interact with them at I all i guess that makes they, sense we, like yeah we didn't want to give away any secrets and they just right. wanted i don't know but yeah. right well like did they i'm curious did they tell you guys to be like a little more cocky than you would normally be. I feel like some of the people that I like, I think it was, was it VJ or something? Like, I'm like, he's not that like mean and not mean, yeah. but like he's, <laughs> these people see are usually a lot more friendly, like in real life. Totally. Totally. Yes. They did tell us they, they wanted us to be like super um, bold and cocky. And I, I, had, I um, would have done it more, but at the time I was applying to residency I didn't end up applying that year, but I started to apply to residency thinking I was going to go into emergency medicine. So I was like, oh my God, like what if the people who are interviewing me see this? Like I have to be nice. And so I kind of <laughs> toned it down, which is why I seemed nicer maybe. Yeah, okay. no, we could totally tell. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I would have I embraced it more had that not been happening. I would have been more like the other people. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a little fun fun to that, right? To be like, yeah, I can, I can be a dick, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> totally it's fun to like embrace this like you know alter ego compet- com- competitor ego yeah yeah, yeah. like it's what you feel at the start line yeah yeah I, I, i'm you know i'm a i'm an nfl fan did you get to hang out with tim tebow at all or just kind of in passing we did a little yeah we chatted with him he's a nice guy really nice guy I hear, long I, shirt i was gonna say i hear he's really nice yeah very friendly cool um did you have to come up with your own nickname or did they they did they did were you, yeah. did you have any say or were you just like along for the ride? Along for the ride. I actually didn't realize like why that hammer was part of my name because my last name's Hammond. Like I, that oh. didn't do it for some reason. So I just thought I was like, oh yeah, cause it's like a hammer. Like it comes through, <laughs> strikes down on you. Right. I was like, oh no, it's also because it sounds like my name. <laughs> I literally didn't realize that like throughout the entire filming until afterwards. That's so I was like, so oh yeah, funny. hammer. It's like Hammond. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I don't know if I realized it either <laughs> until you just said it. <laughs> I actually did. I never, I never do these things, but today I did. <laughs> you were actually, genius, right? We saw you walk into your car. Um, when was it? When oh, we were yeah. at West Virginia. West Virginia, maybe twenty. In, I think when you got second, twenty eighteen. Yeah. But I was like, "There's the Harvard Hammer," and Adam's like, "She has a name." <laughs> I'm like, "Sorry." <laughs> ay, ay, ay. 
But yeah, that was that was my first beast out there. Yeah, was that um, when was your last Spartan? Because I know you've kind of taken a little bit of a break from yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, my last Spartan was ages ago. Was it twenty? It might have been World Championships. It might have been Tahoe. Okay. Um, might have been Tahoe in twenty nineteen, September twenty nineteen. Wow. I think. And you, you got? Did you get second there too? I got fourth in twenty nineteen. Oh, so twenty nineteen. Like, twenty eighteen. I like second. lost consciousness essentially. <laughs> really? That's my excuse, but it's actually kind of true. Like I don't remember the race because I got really cold. Dude, that's. <laughs> oh uh, wow. Was twenty nineteen the year it was like freezing and people were getting like hypothermia and yes. stuff? Dire. I remember us seeing all the videos and Dude, posts that, of that. That was wild. crazy. The fact that you got fourth is like an accomplishment in itself. The fact that you finished. Yeah. <laughs> totally. The finishing part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I was like, I like, I started to get cold and I started to like laugh. Like people were like, you were like laughing. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, sorry, <laughs> I everybody. Dry- <laughs> totally. I like, didn't bring a dry bag, which I should have done. So I was just like, everything was wet and I was wow. just cold. Yeah. That's and crazy. then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna stick to high rocks. It's inside, and totally. <laughs> there's no. Actually, like afterwards, I'm I'm more sensitive to cold than I was, and like immediately, like in the months following that, like I could, I had like very low cold tolerance. My brain was just like, no, like don't. This is not worth it. I was but, having like um, flashbacks. I'm slowly gaining it back. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, do you have any plans to do like any OCR races coming up? Then or are you just like strictly residency and and training for high rock stuff um so i have one race that i have to do called hildervat in uh jacksonville beach uh may 22nd to 23rd okay um yeah you can use the code rebecca to get 10 percent off entry it'll be fun it's like it's like three uh, they're they're one mile loops and you run three of them so it's three miles and each loop has 14 obstacles so it's three times 14 obstacles and there's like four rigs in each loop so there's like 12 rigs it's gonna be really sand so it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be a drag i think actually like i think it's gonna be a lot slower than they expect it to be but um they're doing it because they think it's gonna be fast but i kind of doubt it we'll see i will see i mean like i'm you know i'm gonna do it so yeah yeah we're we're gonna be in florida like a week before that we should have timed it better yeah i mean i don't you said jacksonville and we're gonna be in what like cape coral or whatever i don't think that's really close to jacksonville but (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean that I, I kind of like, I, I'm not a big distance person. I mean, like I, I've run distances, but I, I am better the shorter it is. So like, yeah, that kind of thing sounds really interesting. And I know like Spartan games had like the Spartan cross and stuff like that. If totally, if, if Spartan kind of starts doing stuff like that, like a, a cross event, would you maybe start, you know, get back into OCR a little bit or, or you want to just stay with, um, so I think. I would be maybe more likely to, but I think, I mean, probably not because like the thing that I would consider like work, you know, trying to do during residency would be high rocks just because I'm real amped on that right now. I like how it's standardized and I like how you can compare your time. Yeah. And I like how you can train for it in gym um, with like regular gym equipment. Um, That's a good point. But yeah, I would be more likely to maybe, but it's like, it's like. I mean, it depends on the obstacle density. If it's really obstacle dense, like 14 obstacles in one mile is like pretty dense. So you're not lot. really running. Yeah. Like the run, you don't really ever get to open up your stride. That's like, it's like, yeah, like a uh, hundred meters between each obstacle. I was going to say um, it's like four and a quarter mile almost. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So Yikes. yeah, but uh, it sounds more maybe fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's yeah. Different. I mean, I, 
you, you have a good point because like high rocks, DECA, like those kind of things, not that they're easier to train for, at least they're not necessarily easier to be good at, but they are easier to train for where yes. you know it's what, easier to prepare for. Yeah, that's probably the better explanation because yeah. I mean, see, this is why you have an MD because <laughs> you can explain things better than we can. <laughs> um, but like, it, it's just like something where you know what it's going to be every time where like a Spartan race, there's so many variables to it. And, and I love like running Spartan races and I, I did a DECA strong, which is the basically the deck of fit without the running part. And I'm like, I, I do need some running, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not... Totally. But your heart rate is just, I mean, how do you train to have your heart... Your heart rate's at, like, max, like, the entire time. Like, how do you train for that, different from OCR? Um, I do a lot of, um, like, combination workouts. My coach, Kim Nadell, like, designs these workouts where I, yeah, like, run and do, like, strength exercises. Uh, I guess it's kind of like... CrossFit sort of. So you practice running fatigued, uh, more um, compromised, I think is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it's one thing to run when you're tired from running. It's another thing to run when you're like, your legs are blown out from lifting or something. Right. Um, and that's very, a very relevant, um, strength to have for DECA or high rocks or something. Mm-hmm. So I do that. I actually, um, have a lot of trouble. My, I don't, I like ne- my heart rate never gets into the anaerobic zone. I mean, I probably just have a lower max heart rate than I think, but it seems like I can only really achieve a heart rate that I can maintain for a while. So it's really hard for me to max out. I probably need to be working something different, but I also, I've been spending time at altitude lately and it can be harder to get your heart rate up for that. But basically I just do zone two plus threshold work. Um, okay. And I never, I like, I haven't gotten above threshold in like four years or something. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, I, that's not what I recommend. But that's just <laughs> a work that I've noticed in myself. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. different. Yeah. You know, some people, yeah. I like even, between Lindsay and I, like we did a 5k a couple of weeks ago and a, another one a couple of weeks before that. And we both have like the, we both have a, a Garmin watch, not a free plug for Garmin, but like we look at our heart rates, our average heart rates, our max heart rates. We're both giving our, what we feel like is our full effort. But for some reason, like yeah, your cadence is much higher than mine, but your heart rate is, or your heart rate's higher too. And yeah. mine's lower. I'm like, I don't think I could have pushed my heart rate any further. I'm like, how? Totally. So it is definitely relative. Like it has to be a, like based on your max, um, et cetera. Uh, yeah. Cause like my, my zone two heart rate will be from 115 to 133. That's like my kind of like easy run heart rate. And like that's, and somebody else's might be 140 to 160, you know, and that's their easy run. It's just relative to what your max heart rate is right. or what your effort is. Yeah. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. So what? It, so when you were doing high rocks, what did you find super, like, was there something that was super challenging for you? I think the ones where it really behooves you to have more mass, um, like sled pull, for example, um, not only is my pull strength slightly weaker than it should be, but also when you have less weight to like pull on it, it's it like really affects you. So my sled pull was significantly slower than um, like the fastest woman. It was like two and a half minutes I lost on the sled pull. On the sled push, I lost like one and a half minutes or something. Okay. Um, so basically the things that require explosive strength and also that are helped by having more mass. Um, so I really need to work on like my max strength basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. The running was great. I don't want to ruin that. So it's hard because you have to like think about how to keep your strengths um, while working on your weaknesses. Because it's easy. You know, I could just, if I just focused on strength right now, maybe I could get a lot stronger, but it might be at the cost of running. So it's always this kind of balancing act. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think absolutely. I saw a lot of pictures of people on the sled push and pull, like struggling. I mean, those weights were stacked. Like, yeah. I don't know how much weight yeah. it was, but 
And not only are the weights stacked, but also the, the turf is such that it kind of bunches. So it increases the friction, which makes the weights like relatively heavier. So not only do they kind of bunch, but they also aren't that grippy for your shoes. So it, like it, it, it changes things like it. Yeah. You have to like practice with like more weight than you would on like normal turf or yeah, it's confusing, but yes, that's Man. a lot of weight. Do you, do you just <laughs> wear it? Cool because like it keeps it keeps just like a really good runner from coming in and blasting the field. Right. I mean, Renee, for example, Renee Metivier, she's a she's a super talented five care, but she's tiny, you know. So like she wasn't able to like do well in the sled push and sled pull because they're heavy enough that it really you really do have to be kind of big and strong or strong at least, but big too, little, you know, a yeah. little bigger. Right, absolutely. Did did you just wear regular running shoes? Like what footwear did you wear? Because I'm kind of curious. I wore um, New Balance road racing flats. Uh, they were like RV 1400s or something like that. Okay, so Far flats. Smooth. Yeah, flats. Okay. But they're like pretty grippy. Maybe, yeah. They're like a little bit more than like the lightest road racing flats, which are basically like spikes without spikes. Um, so these were slightly more significant. Like they're not going to fall apart, but they're grippy and like just what I wanted. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side of things, before we like get off of high rocks, <laughs> um, was there something that you were like super pumped for, like farmer carry or anything that you were like, yes, I got this? <laughs> uh, running, I guess. Okay. Like, running is always going to be relaxing in a thing like high rocks because you're never, for me, for somebody who ha- who like running is their thing. Cause like my brain knows running. My brain knows how to dig with running. It knows how to just run no matter what at like a certain tempo with good like form. So as long, I knew that as long as I maintained form, I would be able to run like faster than the other people. And so yeah. that's all I like, didn't have to worry about it. And that was nice. That um, is nice. So it's like, okay, I finished the station. Now I can relax. This still sucks because like, I'm really tired and I don't want to run right now, but I can do it. It's fine. And yeah. that was, that was nice. It was a relief. Like mentally use it as your like break. That's nice. Exactly. Yeah. Like just shut off. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of um, the flip, at least for, for my side of things and, and probably some other people, like it's like the flip for OCR. For OCR, when I get to an obstacle, I'm like, oh, cool, a break from running. But like, I, I think I would be the same way with like High Rocks and Deco where the running, you can kind of like let your heart rate recover a little bit because some of those exercises you are like, it's not easy. You know, you can't just Max get into out. a groove, right? You have <laughs> yeah. to like legit push yourself. And totally. Then, you have to focus and really push yourself. Yeah. Some, if it's not your main thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like doing the deck of strong, like when, when I hit the assault bike, I like, <sighs> I probably lost a lot of time on the assault bike because I was just kind of trying to like catch my breath and, and there was no running there to do that. You know what I mean? And it was, totally. it was rough. <laughs> The assault oh, bike's always rough. Assault bike's killer. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, like when you when you were in um, college originally, you you did fifteen hundred meter. I think is what you're all American for, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and that's you know it's just under a mile. It's still not you know three miles, five miles, ten miles. You know what I mean? How did how did you go from there? Because um, you know I, I did one hundred two hundred meter in college. D three though, not all-american or anything but like i my first 5k i was like i hate this this is way too long and it was three miles you know what i mean so how did you go mentally from 1500 to doing tahoe where it's a beast in the mountains and you know you're laughing and you don't even remember laughing at the end of the race totally that's a great question um i think one thing is that i would have been a longer distance runner than 15 i might have been like a 5k 
um, had I been able to run more, but I just like, I've never been able to run more than three times a week. And so um, that just kind of like limited things in college before I'd figured out how to build volume without running. Um, but yeah, I mean, like when I ran West Virginia in 2018, I had never run that far before. Like I'd never run, like even just in a run, I'd never run that long. Like the farthest I'd ever run was like 10 miles. Or wow. So that was, yeah, that was like a new, you know, unexplored territory for me. But mentally it's easier when you haven't run something because A, your expectations are low and also B, when it's longer, you can just run slower. And so that's, that's like what I comfort myself with. Um, especially like once you have that distance dialed in and you know exactly how hard you can push for the whole time to max out, then it's no longer relaxing because you know that it's not going to be relaxing. But before you figure it out, like you're not, you're probably not going to run the fastest that you can possibly run that distance because you've never done it before. And so it's going to be easier than running a shorter distance. So yeah, I mean, um, we, that's so interesting. We, yeah. we've said the same kind of along the same lines where like we run it, we've run a 5k and we've run a half and we're like, they both suck, but for very different <laughs> reasons. You know what I mean? Like totally, a 5k, totally. you have to focus. Yeah. a 5k, you're like, you feel like you're going to die the whole time. And a half, you're like, all right, this Mine is really, relax a little bit. <laughs> right. You yeah. can like get into that pace. You right. know what I mean? Pace yourself totally, a, a little yeah. bit. So totally. Yeah. It's also, it's like, it's like the difference between um, the triple jump or like powerlifting and right. running or something like you, you have to focus like in, in with a max lift, you have to like focus everything you have in like one moment. And like, that's so hard. It's so scary too. Yeah. Whereas like with running, it's like, ah, like even if it's like 400 meters, you have a whole minute to focus, you know, like you have like spread, spread out. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. And I don't think one is harder than the other. So they're just different. Mm -hmm. They are different. Yeah. All right. Well, we will let you go. Thank right. you so much. Yeah. It was great yeah, meeting you. Got it. Great meeting you too. Good luck with everything. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. All right. And there you go. There was our chat with Rebecca Hammond. Yeah, she was super sweet. Awesome to chat with. Um, as mentioned, so she might be doing a few more OCR races, but we'll really be focusing on High Rocks moving forward. Um, so make sure to follow her journey. Her Instagram handle again is Beckham, B-E-C-C-H-A-M-M. And as promised, um, Adam, do you want to chat a little bit about our YouTube video or our YouTube page and like who's coming on next? Yeah, I do on the next episode. Dun, dun, dun. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so this later this week, we are going to um, post our interview. We're going to be chatting with Faith Cook yes. from the Spartan Games and many other things, but I know recently like probably a lot of people have found her from the Spartan Games. Next weekend, we are going to be doing Savage Race Maryland. Yep. So we're going to post uh, obstacles probably, like an obstacle video. Yeah. Minus the running right. part because you and I, that's like a pet peeve of ours. Yeah, no one wants to watch sure. seven minutes of running and then right. a 30-second obstacle. Uh, sorry if we've offended you if that's what you post, but like we personally don't like it. Maybe you ask some friends if they like it because... Yeah. It'll be a very obstacle-heavy yes. video. We're literally <laughs> just going to post the obstacles yes. in order, hopefully. Yes. Um, maybe, uh, you know, if we have time to, I know the rigs are always really fun to watch and like... I personally have like looked up videos where I'm just like, all right, let me see how people are doing this. Like I know Wheel World, for instance, um, some people find it a little challenging. There's actually like kind of a trick to Wheel World. So to make it easier. Mm. 
If we have time, we can take a video of that. Yeah, well, it's cool, like, from me being on the sideline because I watch you guys do, like, the pro wave before I go out. But it's so interesting. Like, you know, after me standing there, like, waiting for you to run by, I'm always like, oh, like, so many people are doing things differently. So it's mm-hmm. kind of cool to get the ins and outs of each obstacle and what works best for, you know, everyone. Yeah, so we're going to try and, and post some content, at least a couple videos from that. We'll try and talk to some of the winners if we get a chance. But also then next week, we're going to post a recap podcast episode of the race. Yep. Eric, who previously joined us for Fit Challenge and Boulder Dash, will be joining us because he's doing the race as well. Yes. Um, so yeah, look for that. Again, YouTube page, just search Burpee Nation. As with this interview, like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, you can find some clips on our YouTube page with Rebecca. We're going to do the same thing for Faith, I believe, or we're going to try to. Uh, and I feel like we should try to do that for everybody. Like, I feel like it's so great seeing like the hosts, the guests. Yeah. As long as the person coming on is okay with it. Oh gosh. <laughs> like, I don't, I just got to make sure, like, I don't want to like bombard them and they're like coming on and like, can everybody see you a robe and curlers or something? I don't, curlers. Do people still do that? I mean, I do. I wear curlers every day. No, I know. That's why I asked. Right. I figured. So anyway, um, but I don't think I mentioned this after our Savage Race episode, we're Mm -hmm. actually going to be having Corinna Coffin on as well. Yeah. Who was also on the Spartan Games. Right. But has done plenty of other stuff. Right. And is a dietitian. Yeah, I think she was just like named the dietitian for the OCR Dream Team. Yes. Nicole Miracle just I think I heard that too, yeah. So we'll talk to her about that and and some other stuff. But but she already said she was going to come on. So at this point, we just got to schedule it. Yep. You know, luckily we have like a lot of content coming up. Yeah. So, um, you well, know, we're not in a big hurry. I know. And I know like I keep mentioning this, like with COVID numbers going down, knock on wood. Um, right. <laughs> right. Um, this is real everything. Wood, right? It is real wood. Okay. Yeah. Don't break it or hurt yourself. But yeah, like um, things are opening back up again. Everything's up and running and everyone wants to chat and be involved and it's great. It's awesome. Yes. Um, and of course, like, thank you for listening. We've had a, a great response from our first couple weeks of doing this. Yeah. Um, you know, we hope to keep bringing you great content, great guests, great coverage, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you like what you hear, do us a favor and subscribe YouTube, wherever you're listening to podcasts, whatever. Um, and again, you can reach us Adam G underscore OCR stay wild underscore Lindsay. Yep. Those are our Instagram handles. Um, everything will be down in the description below wherever you're listening to this. So don't worry about it. Just look below. As per usual. Yeah. So uh, that'll wrap it up for this episode. We look forward to seeing you again later this week when we chat with Faith Cook and next week when we talk Savage and for future episodes. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Hey.